Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. Jay Lata. That's right. Spark That Talk podcast where we sparking convos about shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard me right. So turn up the volume on your headphones hey. and let's get it cracking. It's time to spark that talk, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Yeah. Can yes, you hear sir. yourself clearly, big boy? Uh, I can. I feel like something special is going on in the air right now, big boy. There's something special in my pants, baby. <laughs> you can keep that shit to yourself and your wife, nigga, because I don't want to know. Stop looking at me, then. <laughs> Come on, bro. We'll start with the crazy shit already. Hey. Already. So we back in effect to spark that talk podcast. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. J. Lata. And you know, like every Thursday, we back in your earlobes. Yeah, yeah. And if you back again, tuning in, I appreciate y'all. And this is your first time listening. Stay tuned. We got the bangers for y'all. Hell yeah. Just stay close and tight with us, and we're going to keep bringing y'all the good shit. Episode what? Uh, 22, big boy. Ooh. 22, we getting up there in them numbers, man. We hit it when the, when the 20s, the 22s. We out here, 22s on them. You know, back in the day, 22s was like the big boy rims. Like the spree wheel rims, you know the rims, the spinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember them joints, bro? Yeah. Them shits was no joke, bro. But yeah, we back at it again. It sparked that talk podcast. Um, like I said at the beginning, I feel like something special is going on in the air. Um, but before we even get started, we want to give a shout out to Hit On Trucks. Hit On G I R O N. If you are a Class A certified and looking to buy a truck or multiple big rigs. Please contact Hit On Trucks out in Wilmington, California. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a Class A driver and looking to get your own truck and get cracking out here at your own business, that's who you need to contact and continue to pr- big boy trucking. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm excited, bro. Episode 22. We on the Emmett Smith, though. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, You know, recently, I don't know if people have been paying attention to the page, but over the weekend, some shit went hella viral. Oh, you let me know, big boy, what happened? Um, you know, back it's a video went viral of us. Um, it was me, Tooth Bone, Jay Lato on the commentary, and Oi. Um, we was out just playing some football one day, just some street ball, and a video was recorded. And this shit actually happened about a year and a half ago. Yep. And um just over the weekend here on Saturday, I believe driving down the street and uh, my wife like got a text on her phone like hey uh ba-, she they was like hey Tisha uh, your husband is um famous I kind of was like laughing to myself cuz I already kind of I was kind of just waiting because I had already got the the message from Jay talking about um house of highlights so basically the thing was we didn't know if it was actually ever going to hit the streets or not and it, the shit did so other people knew before we even knew so that's how I knew this shit was popping. So by the time we pulled up, parked in the uh, the Target parking lot, uh, we'd go in there and check it out. By then, I think only like fucking 30 minutes to an hour went by, bro. I think it was almost at like 800,000 views already. Yeah, that was nuts. Shit was insane, bro. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain that shit, to be honest, because 
I've never witnessed or been a part of no shit that just went that crazy that fast. And I'm still shocked to this point. I mean, the shit is over 2 million views right now. It's crazy because the video basically is is my brother Owe, he he's playing quarterback. Yeah, yeah, shout out to O. Tues is playing corner. And, yeah. and Jones, it was basically like a big boy challenge. You know, you was playing receiver. Right, right. He goes out for a deep route, a go route. <laughs> and he, Odell Beckham's the ball, bro. The one funny hand part. Snag. One hand and snag. baby. Like, caught it like it was a muffin. <laughs> funny thing was, we told him, we was all hyped and we was all gigging, bro. Like, you caught this with one hand. We told our boy to celebrate and spin the rock. My man's Jones, bro. You couldn't even spin the ball, bro. bro I, I, ain't like... gonna, I ain't gonna lie. If y'all watch the video, I was I was trying to figure out how to spin that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I did not know how to do it. Like, I wanted to spin it so bad. Took me, I think, three tries to get it off, nigga. But it came out perfect. But what's funny is about that video is, like you said, it was an hour or it was a, a year and a half ago, and it just went viral. So it was all picking up. It was picking up slack, right? And then we was at my company Halloween party. Right, right. Right. Gang of people out there. And we had three dudes walk up to Jones. Like, I'm over here chilling, right? <laughs> three dudes walk up to Jones, and it was like, excuse me, sir. Um, It's kind of funny for us to say this, but you kind of look like somebody we just saw. Now, right. Hi- House of Highlights on Instagram is a sports page where, like, millions of followers. Yeah, fo- shout they got out millions to of them. Followers, dude. Like, shout out to them boys, man. Yeah. So, I guess those kids saw it, kind of showed Jones, and Jones was like, yeah, bro, that's me. Over here taking shots. We was on the scene. I mean, it was me, Toos, Jay. We was all standing there. Even O was there. It was it was crazy, man. Like I don't know. You was the famous one, bro. We we behind the camera. You feel me? We we ain't. Nah, bro. Niggas out here calling me Slowdale Bacon (laughs) and shit. You know, Odell Bacon (laughs) Jr. All types of crazy shit. The funniest one, bro. The cool thing is you embraced it. You didn't like feel some type of way. None of that. No, you can't, bro. I mean, but the names was pretty funny. It's all jokes, right? At the end of the day, it's all jokes, and it's basically all jokes, but love. Because what y'all showing is basically love, and all these people are taking these names, and then they're sharing it on their page. Next thing you know, you got a million hits on this one. You got thousands of hits on another one. Other verified accounts are, are sharing it, and it's crazy. The funniest ones I've heard, bro, of when you caught that pass was, of course, the slow Dell Bacon Jr. But uh, I think they, the, call this, I, they call this. They call this. I rock. I rock with the slow deal. Slow deal. Yeah, that's that. the biggest one. That one's but clean. The funniest ones, bro. One of the funniest ones that come to mind, bro, was uh, some of the comments was, "Oh man, the Miami Dolphins need this dude." Uh, hey man, I hope they hit my line because I'm ready. I don't give a fuck call, if I'm playing the bench. <laughs> they call, <laughs> they call this dude uh, Antonio Brownies. Oh, bro. Oh. They yeah, said, they was on my head, bro. They said golden, golden tater tots. Oh, I didn't see that one, uh, bro. When I saw that one, I said, <laughs> "They said my, they said my name was Power Walking when he caught that pass." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could put them crease in them, uh, in them vans, boy. Them was fresh, bro. You know what's so crazy? Like niggas don't know it, but my ankle was bugging that day, mm. and that's why I look crazy. Hey, that's out there. that's always my excuse. You feel me? <laughs> When I go viral and I'm looking, I just, you know, if I ever go viral, which I nah, know that's crazy. I mean, we did, bro. Your voice is all over there, bro. The commentary is legendary, dog. <sighs> that's whatever. That's big facts. Like I see niggas commenting about the commentary too, bro. It was a catch. It's so crazy to just see a nigga face everywhere, and it's like if somebody approaches me again, like bro, I saw you on House of Highlights. That's shit gonna be nuts, bro. 
But yeah, that was just a, that was a hell of a highlight for the weekend. It's still going up, like you said. Other uh, platforms picked it up, even other uh, platforms with millions of followers put it up on their pages too. So that's hella dope, bro. So that shit is hella. It's worldwide, basically, right now, bro. Yeah. Cool thing is, it wasn't scripted. Like it wasn't. It like was 50, not scripted. It wasn't like dog. let's do this that fifty million is, takes. Right. That is the crazy. That was a one taker, bro. Like right. this shit just came out perfect. I feel like if this happened another thirty times, we would have dropped that ball thirty out of thirty <laughs> times, bro. But look, because if you see that boy. catch, boy, I had my shit together that day. He was holding the pants up <laughs> while catching the ball, bro. If y'all ever have time to peep out that video, somebody. Ask somebody. All bro, I no saw problem. was somebody say, "Man, I'm glad his pants didn't fall down." Or, <laughs> or, or follow Spark That Talk because it's on that page, bro. Yeah, real talk. Spark that talk. You know, that's us in that video. That's us. That Spark that talk, and that's Two's Productions. So for show sure, tapping us and uh, continue to pay attention, man. Um, that's just crazy, bro. Because I was reading like about going viral, and it was like going viral is almost a fucking mistake. That's what it said, like. It just hap- it just has to be something that's catching people's attention that they're willing to share and like. And this was one of them, bro. It was unintentional. You know what I mean? True. True. So I think that's hella dope, bro. I mean, if people fucking with it, I'm fucking with it. You could call me Slowdale all you want. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he with it because he's like, <laughs> how many of y'all niggas got two million hits, huh? Man, bro. It's that- crazy because all it does is take one. Take one video. For take sure. Take one music video. Take one little snippet of whatever you're doing That's to get true. your viral and it's basically a, a step forward. And and you and never know when the time is going to come and that's exactly. the crazy part. Um, that's crazy. So, shout out to House of Highlights, homie. Um, Ellen, we looking for the call. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come We'll come on and do a, a repeat of the, of the video if you like. It's not a problem. Uh... <laughs> Or even, or even, or even Sports man. Center. You know, we come on. The, you know how they do the little segments with the big jumbotron in the studio and oh, they yeah, like yeah, play yeah. games. I'm with it. Let's get it cracking. Or Odell, what's good? Go Odell versus Slowdale. Let's get it cracking. <laughs> That'll be nasty. <laughs> That'll be nasty, bro. But hey, but I'm I, I pay to watch something like that, bro. Just oh, I bet the world the world will watch, bro. And that's crazy, man. And. If you do the commentary, it's going to be hilarious, nigga, because you just naturally with the shits, and it'll come off crazy, bro. I'm all right, bro. I'm trying to humble myself right come now. Come on, bro. Don't humble yourself. You that guy. <laughs> just accept it. Hey, sometimes we got to come off that ledge, bro. You know, we hum- we stay humble all the time, but let's just take this moment and rock with it, bro. I feel it. You I feel, feel it? Oh, God, bro. So. So what's up, bro? What's good, baby boy? I don't know. Talk to him. What's good? I mean, shit. To be honest, we can get right into it, bro. To spark that talk, bro. It's um, kind of this, this, this one of those subjects that's kind of touchy feely. You feel me? Yeah, this is gonna probably touch some nerves, and some people's nerves gonna be calm because they already know the deal. Um, basically, um, we gonna just hop into it, keep it a hundred. The N word. Now, I don't need to explain. Niggas know what that is, nigga. As we all know, I bet you some of these people thinking the N word, Nordstrom. <laughs> Nordstrom Rack, no. We talking about the N word. I'm talking about nigga, not nigger, nigga. Okay. Now those. Now we can talk about that. That's two different things. Like nigga is something that I'll just speak on it for my as as a personal experience. It's almost a bro term. It is a bro term, damn near. 
And it's something that when we talking to the bros, that's what you call each other. Hey, what's good, my nigga? You good, my nigga? Where we at tonight, my nigga? Like, that's just how we talk. And when it comes to that term in the bro term way, I'm not just talking about talking to my black brothers like that. I'm talking about I talk to my Samoan brothers like that too. And in my opinion, we speak like that to each other and it, and can't nobody tell me no different. I don't see no issue with that. You feel me? I feel like, I th- I'm going to be honest, I feel like your environment that you grow up in, your neighborhood, and if that's the, that's the culture, that's the culture. Like we both know, West Coast, East Coast, two different worlds. On the West Coast, this is what's this is what's normal. I mean, you've heard, I mean, Samoans say it to each other. To us, like it's cool. Ain't nobody bugging. You even got the Asians here in Long Beach. This is how they talk. It's just something that it's just something that's in the culture, mm-hmm. and um, it's just something that when it's said, you're not bracing yourself, ready to fight a nigga or feel like nigga being disrespectful because it ain't coming off like that. Dude talking to you really in a bro way. It ain't like being disrespectful like you nigger. You feel me? It's it's yeah. like niggas damn near the saying bro. And it's crazy. I know older people, older cats. Like I know a couple of my older cats, especially some that I work with. Every time I hit him up, he's a black dude too. But if I be like, what's good, my nigga? Like when I first see him, like what I tell you about calling me nigga, bro. Like he don't really, he don't really like that shit. Yeah. And I can respect it because he an older cat. You feel me? He coming from a life where they getting sprayed down with hoses and stuff. You feel me? Like, well, not necessarily that, but coming from a time where that shit probably wasn't wasn't flying like yeah, that. Yeah, true. Like, you got to talk to me like, what's good, my brother? Like, something yeah. like of that nature. Like, for us, though, the younger generation, it's almost, like I said, it's just a bro term. But for him, I got to catch myself now when I approach him because I got I to respect the OG. Like, if he don't want to be called nigga, I'm cool. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna really blast them with that shit, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Because I don't know. Let's let's just I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like, and when I talk to him, he don't really like when he hears Mexicans using the word nigga. And I can understand that. And I've had an incident where I was actually in the grocery store and it was a Mexican, two Mexican brothers, bro, or a younger brother and an older brother. The younger brother was grabbing something. And said, no, nah, my nigga, I don't need that. His, his older brother looked at him and said, I ain't no nigga. You're not going to call me on my nigga. You ain't going to call me no nigga. Mm. So what I picked up from that was, see, that's an older sh- generation shit. Like, if you was around, like, in the 80s, nigga, the 80s, the 70s, rocking, you probably not going for nobody outside of your race really talking like that around so the, you. So the brother kind of looked at that age. He looked like he was, like, 40 plus or something? For sure. He was older than him, bro. He would look at him like, no, nah, you're not going to talk to me like that. You're not going to call me no nigga because I ain't, I ain't that. That's crazy. And you know how it is. I mean, I had to respect. I respect that I was laughing in my head about it, too. Like, see, just generational-wise, this word can be taken so harshly. And some, it's just don't even, it goes over your head because it don't really mean shit unless a white person says that shit. <laughs> right. That's still something that can never occur. Like, there ain't no pass for that. You feel me? Mm. There is no fucking pass for that. And I'm just letting the world know that. And I want you to, if you listening, understand that that is the big facts. You don't come around me or nobody else talking about nigga because I guarantee you, you might get slapped the fuck down because it's... That word originated from from slavery, the term nigger. 
So it's like for you to just twist it and think you can fall in, no, nah, bro, because we we barely fifty years removed from segregation. It's like you can't you can't be um you can't be dropping that shit. That's not allowed around me, bro. I, that that shit will never fly. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. I feel it. Um, now this coming from a black man. You a, you a black man. You a humble, strong black man. You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. So you basically speaking on what you feel like should be it and how it should be, which I totally agree, a hundred percent. Now I had an incident uh, at work where uh, I was kind of explaining to a couple of my coworkers. Something and then, you know, the word dropped like out of my mouth. Right. And then one of the little homies, um, they said I could use their names, but one of the little homies was like, um, "Growing up, were you using that word a lot?" And I didn't even think about it. I was like, "What you talking about?" He was like, "You know, the the N word." Right. I said, "Oh, nigga," and he was like, "Yeah." I was right. like, oh, "I was like, oh, yeah." Like, I was like, the only time I think about using that word and actually thinking like, "Yo, am I using that word?" Should I be using the word? Is when you say something like that. Right. So I was like, just like how you said, it's a culture thing. Because it's, like it's almost you, second nature. It's almost damn second man. nature to where it's like you don't really question yourself. Because if I'm with my black folks and I'm saying it, it's like, oh, it's cool. It's like to us, it's like it's natural. Right. Nobody's me? saying nothing. You feel me? Yeah. No like, one like I've told you before, on the West Coast, cool. But say we go. East Coast. Let's go to the East or to the South. South yeah. We go visit some of my people in the South. Now. We could be chilling, talking, and say we in a store, and it get dropped. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Some black folks might look back and be like, "What's going on?" You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. That's just the reality, because in those towns, it is a more of a black and white thing. So that term is almost, it's something that you don't really want to say if you're not, if you're not from that culture. So mm-hmm. if you're not black, I put it to you like that, like. I know that for a fact because I've spent t- I spent some years down in the Midwest living there, and really you don't have no other cultures. Mm-hmm. It's you go down there and be culture shocked, be like, damn, it's really only black and white people here. Yeah, yeah. It's literally that's how the shit is, and that shit. I mean, those towns, those small towns, bro. They had where like even my grandma, she went to a school that was segregated. Like she lived that life, so. Saying that shit around her may come off different. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. She might not be cool with it, and I got to respect it. Yeah, but sometimes you also got to be, not sometimes, but all the time, you got to be conscientious of where you are. What's For the sure. right setting, you know what I mean? Because you could just drop it anywhere around us. But if you're around older folks, it's like, to me, the respect level is like, yo, I'm not going to curse, and I'm not going to use that word in front of any Correct. older folk, no matter what. Right. That's absolutely true because you don't know where they, what kind of situations they came from. Exactly. And you don't really want to trigger them to be like looking at you sideways like, damn, this fool's hella disrespectful. Yeah. Because even black people saying it around other older black people is offensive sometimes. True. true. That's my point. So it's like, especially to have another race do it in front of them, they'll be kind of probably like flabbergasted. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Speaking, speaking of that, another race, right? So onto that same subject and that same story. Yeah. One of the homegirls, JoJo, was was standing there. She, I think she like Filipina and like uh, Puerto Rican or whatever. Right. right. And her her ex girlfriend is black, mm-hmm. so she only around black chicks. Right. And then I asked her. I was like, like just in the same segment while we was all talking, and I was like, whoopty whoop, yo, do you use the word or what? And she's right. like, man, I use it all the damn time because I'm only around black people. But she was she was born in Long Beach. She's from Long Beach. Like, right. like you said, it's the culture. 
Correct. Like no one calls her out on it because all her friends are black and they all use it. I mean, even back in high school, I went to high school in the North Long Beach over mm-hmm. there at the J, bro. And I mean, everybody was saying it. Right. And the reality is there really wasn't no white kids at the school. That's crazy because that's just like us. Like, you know, growing up, I went to the bond and we had, you know, we had, I mean, there's, there's like you said, there was a little bit of white kids, but you're not really around them. It's not like, it's not like they're yeah. just, it's the majority. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. if you see one or two, that's okay, cool. But it ain't like you go when you go to the south, nigga. It's a it's a hella it's a hella split. Yeah, like you could see it, but here yeah. you'd be surprised when you see a white person. Yeah. like it's crazy to say that, but it's the reality because we're such a melting pot here in especially in SoCal that depending on the neighborhood you live in, those are the type of people you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. So mostly people going to schools like Narbonne or the J, niggas is coming from some from the hood basically. Yep. So you are gonna have more cultural shit going on, and niggas who grow up in these in these uh, sections, this is how we talk. Yeah. So we not thinking about it. So I'm gonna just bring up like the scenario, like when you hear about you know stupid young situation when he went on the East Coast and you heard Ebro telling him that shit ain't acceptable. Those like who I don't know who Stupid Young is, he, he a rapper from right. Long Beach and he's exactly. Asian. He an Asian rapper. Yeah, from Cambodia town over there. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he like he said, he was on the block with all these niggas over here in Long Beach talking like that and even the niggas was like, yeah, he from the section, this how we talk, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing to us. This how we speak to each other. This a bro term. But you, like on the East Coast, they talking almost out their ass like, no, I ain't, that ain't acceptable. You can't rock with that shit around us. Like, that's that's how deep and passionate they are about it. So I, that's all I'm saying is when it comes to saying, nigga, I honestly feel like it's a coast-to-coast thing or basically that's it. Yeah. And depending on your section because you got Latinos, especially the Puerto Ricans on the East, though, that might say that term. I could use a prime example like a Fat Joe. Joe, you know what I'm saying? Cardi B saying nigga, all that, all the, they they use it all the time because that's the that's their culture. So you, DJ it's, Khaled, it's like, he not even Puerto Rican, he Arabian come on, or bro. right? He be and, using and it he look lighter than everybody. You know what I mean? But you see what I'm saying? I think it depends on your your area, your section, your position, how you can get down out here in the field. You know how that's what it talk- come down to. You know how he was talking about like it's kind of weird for you, like sometimes Mexicans kind of weird for them to, to use it, right? Within that same segment, I, my boy Noel, who I work with, he was talking about when he remembers when he first got his pass, bro, to actually say it. And mm. I'm thinking in my head, I was like, got your pass. I was like, I've just been saying this since I was right. young. But I, I understand where he's coming from. But at him, I'm pretty sure he grew up predominantly around black people and, and Hispanics. You know what I mean? But he said he first got in the ninth grade. And the way he got it, bro, was his barber was black. So he only went to black barbers. Mm-hmm. And he was the only one getting a lineup out of all the Mexicans, bro. <laughs> he said, out of all the Hispanics, he said, before that thing got hot, right. everybody was getting like all the little Mexican jerry curls and right, right. getting the, the Caesar, Caesar right. cut with the lineup. And that was his way of, he said, how he, he got felt the part pass. of the culture. Felt part of the culture. And people was talking to him. And you know how people were like, damn, yo. Yo, hair nice, man. Ain't like you looking nice, and then right, they right. they dap you up. They start showing you that bro love. For and sure, that's how he felt like he was. I can't remember when I was. I'm gonna be honest. I, younger, I think bro. it depends on the situation. Most giving passes, I never had to be in a position to give a person a pass to say that, right? Because even when I was in the Midwest and I had white friends, 
this never came up because it was never spoken. <laughs> it was never said. It's like it's like one of the things you don't even got to discuss. What they say? Hello, what's up, my Jones? No, uh-huh. it, I mean they will still be. I mean it's funny because some of them would be like rock. They the funniest part about it is they would love hip hop. This one like Fifty Cent dropped like um, Get Rich or Die Trying, bro. Like with uh, and Fifty they would, Cent, they, they Nelly, would, they would Ludacris. go words after word and, and say the word, or just they, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't say it, bro. But they were so into it, dressing, dressing black, all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Like they wanted the they they wanted our culture so bad. But I'm like, cool. But you know, there's lines, there's restrictions, you, bro. There's restrictions. To period. This, boy. I mean, you can never come off. I don't give a fuck what you think is going on. You're not gonna look at me and call me no nigga. Like yeah. I'll drop your ass, regardless of how you mean it. But that's You're what I'm saying. Yeah, you can I'm say sorry. either or way with a G-A or E-R, nigga. I, it don't matter to me. You're not coming off to me saying none of that because we know where this premise come from. You're not from this side of town. You're not part of this. You you never you would never even really understand. All you get is the music side of shit. So you feel like you a part of that. Nigga, that's yeah. all you know. It's just the music part of it. That's, that's it. it. You just live in a facade. Bro, music, music, videos, bro. music has people thinking... That they can do whatever on earth sometimes, and music and movies. Can bro. I blame? Can I blame hip hop? I can because hip hop is probably the most loved genre of music around the world, and you hear from artists say that some of their biggest uh, fan base are white people. Mm, yeah. It's a crazy aspect, but you you got to think about it, and that's why sometimes when you hear these stories with. Niggas slipping up, white people slipping up saying nigga because they rapping a rap song and they like, well, he said it in his record. I'm buying his songs. Why can't I repeat what was said? But it's kind of like it's it's a crazy, it's a wild dynamic. So it's like I'm not going for that. But to the for the artist, because I think wasn't there a situation where somebody came on stage? I think with Kendrick, it was a Kendrick right? concert, and he got the white girl to come on stage, and she hit every bar, every word, like yeah. it was nothing, and. I don't really remember the outcome of that situation. He stopped but, her. He stopped her. And the crowd right. kind of stopped her. And she was like, you know, oh, I can't say that. But at the same time, it's like, yo, Kendrick should have been cognitive to like, yo, you brought a white girl up here knowing right. you dropping so many but see, in his, But in his opinion, in his opinion he right? probably thinking she's just she going to glaze stop. over yeah. those. You feel me? True that. Because that's Cause what you he, don't even know if she's from here or from the Midwest, where she's coming from. For true. That. That's what, true. What was that uh, performance, though? Where was that concert? I'm not sure, bro. But it don't matter. Because but if he was in the Midwest, you know, you know they dropping it, bro. You oh, know for them sure. white dudes just dropping sure. it no matter what, bro. <laughs> Whether you in their face or not, bro, they out there doing it. Hey, that's that's it's, it's a crazy dynamic. I mean, the rap. I mean, you see like a rapper like Eminem. I've never seen him or say the N word, bro. Need to. He does, he's so lyrical. He doesn't have to go there, he the and co- he never had to. He the culture, bro. He is the culture because he lives of what he says. You feel me? Like he lived that life. You don't right, people say nothing about knew. that life. But yeah. even though he grew up in the section, yep. in the hood with all them niggas, he knew that's just one thing you don't pass. That's a, that's a perfect You can example. do everything else on earth, but when it comes to this, you don't get no pass. You True. feel me? True. Like, I hear it a lot. Like, other podcasts I listen to, they might have white co-hosts. They they already know. They they laugh and joke about it. Like, they are, they co-hosts already know I'm not dropping that because I got respect for y'all. Yeah. And that's just not how we rock. Yeah. And I, you know, you got to respect it. If a real one know the game, they going to respect it. Yeah. You feel me? And I don't know. It's, 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 it's a touchy subject, I guess, because it's such a used term. Like, of course, people say, damn, we want to get rid of the term. 
but it's almost like it's almost impossible. You can't get rid of a word. Like in the dictionary, you can't get rid of words, bro. And yeah. if you do, it's, it's a word that I nobody think. even uses anyway. Right. It's going I mean, people who's listening right now are gonna have their own opinion. They might think yeah. I'm crazy, I'm tripping, and some people agree, but if you from the West Coast, I'm pretty sure everything I'm saying is legit. Yeah. Like I'm not saying nothing that's weird or out of pocket because I can't speak y'all for know. anybody else. You know what I mean? Like from the West Coast, from the West Coast in LA, LA area. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I was out in the, I was out in South Dakota playing ball and yeah, I was dropping every time with all the black homies. But the cool thing is, they from Florida. They was from Texas. They was from Cali. Like they was part. They was and from the like, sections. It was like, it was like you know, I mean, but I to be honest, when it comes to black and Samoans, it's almost one in one, especially here on the West. And that was it's, my, it's like a one in one thing. Like we connected like that. And, and that was my question for thing. you. My question for you was, or is, out of all the races or ethnicities, which one do you believe has that pass to say it? And if you got to choose one race, it's like which pass or which race would you have to, would you choose that like? Basically gets that pass to like say it without you thinking like did this nigga really say that? I'd have to I'd like I just said, bro, probably be Samoans to get the first go. Because to be honest, I never really heard nobody else saying it like that. Especially when I started high school. Mm. It was mostly when I was around the Samoans. I would hear some of the Latinos saying it, but not all of them. Yeah. Because I think when it comes to the Latinos, it depends on your section as well. Yeah. yeah. Because if you Banging like a a complete like Mexican set, I guarantee you they're not going for that. Like True. that's out. And I, I, I but if you just growing up regular with everybody in the neighborhood and you own one, you probably do get in that past. You saying it like it's nothing because yeah. I've seen it too, and I and I don't say nothing about it because I'm like fuck it. It is yeah. what it is. And I, I I agree with you. And the reason why I agree with you is because I hear it at times too, from like you know from my my black homies. Like you know what I mean. I hear it from them, but. What really got me was uh, when my wife was talking uh, to one of this dude that she was she was talking to one of these guys, the black dude, nice dude. Yeah. He's trying to buy a truck, but he lives out in South Central, mm. and they was talking about podcasts because he listens to podcasts. He's right, listening right. to ours too. Awesome. So she goes, you know, um, my my son or my uh, my husband and basically his brother in law or like cousin, you my cousin for sure has this podcast. And every now and then I hear him drop nigga like drop the N word, like you know, and it's kind of it kind of makes me cringe because it's like I know a lot of people are hearing this, right? And he goes, okay, what's the problem? She goes, well, my brother-in-law black, mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, but what's your husband? Right. And she goes, oh, he's he's Samoan. Yeah. And you know what this dude said? What? Oh, that, he a nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He told her, man, they basically niggas, but they us, bro. It's like African Americans and Samoans are basically one and the same, like you just said, bro. But that's what I'm saying, it's crazy. bro. It's a it's a crazy dynamic, but it is what it is, bro. Like when you go to high school, who's really together? The blacks and Samoans is together. Basically. Damn near nine times out of ten. That's how that's just how this shit is. It's the culture. Football is blacks and Samoans and your quarterback that's white. It. The only one listening to rock music. It'd be the one that you say. It'd be a couple of white dudes on campus, and he will be the quarterback. And he listen to Black Sabbath right now. Either the quarterback or the kicker, bro. And Blink-182. Now, our kicker was Mexican, bro. Even the backup kicker was Mexican. Yeah, we did, too, a soccer player. Shout out to our backup kickers and kicker. Y'all hella important, <laughs> bro, because... Man, when it comes down to crunch points, time, baby... it's critical. Mm. 
Especially when it comes down to the wire, bro. And we got two seconds left, and we down by two, and we got to make a thirty-five yarder or a forty. Yeah, get Man, that foot to work, baby yeah, boy. You better, you better get that Messi or that Ronaldo kick over the pole, bro. Because <laughs> if not, that's in your head, boy. Because the newspaper's coming out, and you probably getting jumped. Not by us, but by your Mexican homies. On the real, man. Yeah, we'll still kid, show you love. That nigga's hella important, bro. Crazy shit, bro. If you miss a game when you kick, you better drop that and start playing badminton, bro. Or tennis. Or yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Walk in the locker room, he got a handful of jerkins. <laughs> Niggas just throwing them condoms, bro. Just, here, bro. You can only play with yourself now. Through that nigga them lifestyles, because you about to have a lifestyle, nigga. <laughs> bro. Damn, oh, bro. What's man, up? That's funny, dude. Like, Speaking about the Mexicans, bro, can I tell you that story that I told you earlier? I just had to get that out there, bro. Because <laughs> back in it, it was like, if you had, if nigga had lifestyles in his pocket, you knew that nigga was in trouble. Something you gonna you gonna be having a kid before we graduate, nigga, because them shits oh, are dangerous. But speaking about the Mexican part, bro. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we at the ER, you know, whatever, and I see this old lady. <laughs> he already laughing, dog, because this is uh, so we already, we already. I'm sitting there, right, and I see all these niggas coughing, bro. I'm there for an ankle injury. Right. And all these people coughing, so I'm sitting to the side. And to the side is, that's the only pathway to the to the bathrooms. So, but I could still see from the corner of my eye, a couple seats down, an old lady. She looked like she was racist. She was sitting there. <laughs> her daughter looked like she was in the 40s, and she had a dog with her. She was telling her mom to calm, to calm down or whatever. Mm. Moms was just spitting out whatever. So, anyway, they come to the bathroom. The daughter opens the door. She's like, Mom, go in there in her wheelchair. She said, I'm going to stay out here. Once you're done, give a little knock so I can help you out. She goes, just right. stay out the damn door. That's what she said, bro. <laughs> just stay out the damn door. Damn it. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, she's from that life when we talk about the yes. N-word. Yes. Like, so, well, she'll use it. If she used it, she meant that shit maliciously. Yes. yes. Like coming for that jugular. Yeah. Like she like not. She- <laughs> Like she not in no rap video. She, no, she like you she goddamn a, nigga. Yeah, she in a hangman video. That's how she coming off in that wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's it's crazy, man. Like, oh, <laughs> so, fuck. I couldn't, I could not. What the fuck? So I couldn't do, I couldn't do it. So I would have so smacked her, up, bro. So she's in there, right? She knocks on the door. So the daughter goes in. And I'm sitting probably like three feet away, and I could see her struggling, open the door, trying to hold on to the leash of the dog. Yeah, yeah, she had a lot it. going on. Had a lot going on. So I said, <laughs> ma'am, excuse me, ma'am, is like, I can help you out. Let me hold that door for you. Mm-hmm. She goes, thank you, thank you, because, you know, I can't be juggling all these things at once. Right. She goes in the bathroom, pulls mom out, right? And as they're going out, bro, she goes, mom, tell the, uh, tell the nice gentleman thank you for opening the door. Right. And a mom gave me this crazy-ass look, bro. She looked up at me, and she said, Muchas gracias. <laughs> muy bueno, muy bueno. <laughs> I said, on life, if you ever say that one more time, I'm going to throw punch you guys, like, on so, real. So she thought you was a Latino. Bruh, she thought I was a Latino, bro, and she walked away. To me, I it's, wasn't really mad. I started laughing because I was like, bro, I knew you about that old life, right. that 1960s life. Doing that bullshit. Where if you black, you're going to call somebody the N-N right, word right. with the E-R. Already. Or if you brown, everybody Mexican to you. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you don't know any other race but white, black, and Mexican. That's it. You feel me? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. I said, damn. I should have just, like, hell Hitler her, huh? That is crazy for her to jump to that. Like, you could have just spoke to me in English. Like, you jumped to, to this. This nigga really said, hmm, muchas gracias. <laughs> like, just like that. Like, <laughs> muchas gracias. Oh, shit. That's classic. Because that just shows you how far we... Just generation to generation of crazy shit. The crazy dynamic, man. Like... I love it, cause especially my grandma, man. Like the way she get can pop off on some shit, be killing me because she was in that era when it was like people? when it was real, bro. Uh, I feel it. Like she dealt with people, white people calling her nigger. Like she dealt, she was in that life. Believe it. So it's like it's just a, it's just an insane dynamic, bro. Cause I really personally don't know how I would react if I was living back in them times, cause. I would probably for sure be like one of them niggas out here on some activist type shit, probably dealing with some getting sprayed by the water hoses and all that crazy shit because Damn. it just seems like for it to only be 50 years ago, bro, like a lot of this shit was going on, it seems so crazy to me, like 50, 60 years now, like it's not that long ago, bro. So when you see older people in these streets, you got to realize some of them really came from them times when the n-word was more malicious than it is broish you feel me yeah yeah that that time there was no passes it was like if it was said that means we going head to head basically that's how i see it and now it's just been transformed that's why it's still a big ass conversation about who can say it and who can't cuz it's not that long ago when a lot of this shit was really Serious when it came to that word, you feel me? It's crazy. You know what I'm thinking about right now? <clears throat> like, <laughs> just how many people feel some type of way just listening to this right now, you know? Oh, somebody, I mean, speak how you want. That's what this is called. Spark True. that talk. You ain't gonna hurt my that feelings. That is the whole position. If you feel like someone shouldn't get the pass to say it or any Polynesians or anybody else outside of the African American right. race, speak please up. speak on it. It's cool. I still love you. That is the whole purpose of. But the thing is, I respect combo. you to where if I do see you on the streets and I do know you, I'm not using that word in front of you. It's either you could comment and be and give your opinion, but give your reasoning. Yeah. But if you're in don't my neighborhood, come, just, but if don't you're just my come off popping yeah. off, and not with the whole get down. But if Better, you're in my you, neighborhood, if you pop off, I'm gonna say speak it. on the real reason why you feel like it's not a goal. I'm talking about from any like outside of the race of white. What other races do y'all feel like shouldn't be saying it? Or do y'all feel like it should not be said, period, even from black people? Like, I really want to know y'all opinion on that. I want to know how y'all feel about it. Like, do you feel like black people should just be saying it amongst themselves? Or do you feel like multiple races, depending on your section, grew up can speak on it and not have no past to it? Or... Just cut the shit out completely. You I'd also me? like to hear if you do guys have if if you guys do have a filter word instead of saying the N word, if you think it should be banned from all ethnicities using it. To be honest, be cool. if you don't, if you don't, my just don't honest opinion, it won't stop as long as hip hop is saying it. As long as hip hop is still saying this and saying this shit in movies, it's never gonna stop because Music is the most universal language on earth. So if the top song on earth right now and my nigga on the nigga this, nigga that, it's still going down. Yeah. 
It'll have to start. It it, it has to start up at the top levels. Who got the biggest voice? And hip hop will never die. Never. There's no way, man. It just continues on, continues on. And speaking of hip hop, we're gonna get into the next up artist of the week, which is Christian Star with his song Yesterday. Shout out to that boy right there. Grew up in this section, and uh, we about to get it cracking like this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Miko, we started this shit, nigga. Look, I just got one thing to say. I ain't really here to play with niggas. I ain't got much to say to niggas. Niggas want favors. I ain't doing shit unless it's in my favor, nigga. Keep it moving, keep it player, nigga. Niggas move around, move pounds, and I need it like yesterday. All this greenery from yesterday. Hit a new town, cool down. They ain't seen me since yesterday. Let the scene clean since yesterday. Think you drip down. You just clown, boy. You bought that shit yesterday. We was off that shit yesterday. Think we cool now. Fool, how? I still need mine from yesterday. Fool, that's for yesterday. Look at me back with a See if I'm still trying to invest today Man, I needed that shit yesterday Niggas try to flex, but be pressed when you press the play So I leave that ass in yesterday Drop, boy, pop, boy, you better tell your boy to stop I be with some dogs that don't bark a lot Park the night, niggas hop out and get it popping in the parking lot Niggas talk the hardest, be the softest I, And we still off that shit today We was off yesterday Except that little bitch for yesterday Let she pay how she weigh or she play into play just like yeah, I just got one thing to say. I ain't really here to play with niggas. I ain't got much to say to niggas. Niggas want favors. I ain't doing shit unless it's in my favor, nigga. Keep it moving, keep it player, nigga. Niggas move around, move pounds, and I need it like yesterday. All this greenery from yesterday. Hit a new town, cool down. They ain't seen me since yesterday. Let the scene clean since yesterday. Think you drip down? You a clown, boy. You bought that shit yesterday. We was off that shit yesterday. Think we cool now? Fool, how? I still need mine from yesterday. Fool, that's for yesterday. Yesterday, niggas got a best to play, gotta do the same today, same time as yesterday. Niggas want the recipe, but ain't nobody stressing me, ain't nobody testing me, ain't nobody checking me. You better check my resume, cause I got issues, and I got pistols, and I might hit you, and I might creep up in your hindsight. You thought it was a drive-by, hit you with your side eye. Temple was simple, check the credentials, too mental to be in y'all era. Turn your motherfucking brother to a paw bearer. How your family emotions staying in dormant? How your baby mama really morning in the morning? Ooh. Don't get wet today, catch me in the set today I don't care what set you bang If I get paid, the second pay Life you want the best today Watch me in the set to play And you the one that's left to blame Cause I been gone since yesterday I ain't really here to play with niggas I ain't got much to say to niggas Niggas want favors I ain't doing shit unless it's in my favor, nigga Keep it moving, keep it player, nigga Niggas move around, move pounds And I need it like yesterday All this greenery from yesterday Hit a new town, cool down They ain't seen me since yesterday Let the scene clean since yesterday Think you drip down, you that shit yesterday we was off that shit yesterday think we cool now fool how i still need mine from yesterday boom, boom, that's for yesterday yeah 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 that was that boy christian star with his new joint yesterday well, that's flames, bro. Yeah, that shit is a banger for show, for show, for the streets. That's crazy, cause this song, bro, and the topic we on. I swear, Christian Star dropped like 12, 20 n bombs in the first ten <laughs> seconds of this track, bro. <laughs> but I'm digging this track, bro. This thing is dope. Well, like I said, it's hip hop, bro. Like hip hop, that's where I feel like the word is is that's just part of the game. That's part of the culture, bro. Like. Like I said, niggas talking about all this. We don't want niggas saying it no more. 
that's where it got to start, bro. And it, I don't think it's it's never gonna change, bro. No, it's just not gonna die out. Like it's too, it's too uh, popular of a word, and it's used so broishy. Like it just comes out. Yeah, you might not even be thinking to say it, but you say it. You feel me? Yeah, that's how loose the word is now. It's like it is what it is. Yes, sir. So I guess we're about to get into. The Blast from the Past segment. Jay Lata? Yes, sir. So, Blast from the Past. Um, and, Jones, you already know this. Uh, just something I was thinking about the other day. And um, so, I had an injury to my ankle a couple weeks ago. And right. what happened was I was in the bedroom. I was by myself, bro. Wifey wasn't home. I was by myself. I had my two boys with me. One's one. One's three. Three-year-olds yeah, yeah. jumping on the bed. I'm icing my ankle. I tell the three year old that go right, and I tell the three year old, I said, "Boy, stop jumping on the on on the bed, bro, because your yeah. little brother gonna follow you." For sure. Now I got my foot in the ice, but ice bucket at this point is going numb. Can't mm. even feel it. My little one starts jumping, and he topples over. He falls down. He start crying. Jesus. I kick the bucket over. Water going everywhere. <laughs> ice going everywhere. I'm putting weight I on my... I know your ass had to be in the panic, bro. Bro, I was. Because that's, that's, that's a crazy dynamic. Like, I know how it is when you're sitting back watching a kid. And, and you're like, relaxing, bro. Just you relax, relax, stop jumping and shit. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to break your neck. Mm-hmm. Until, and when it happens, it's like, God damn it. I just told you. <laughs> it's like, nigga, I'm going from zero to 100 this fast right now. Yeah, so yeah. I jump and I go grab him, bro. Now, mind you, my ankle's like, it's swollen, but it's numb at this point. So... I don't know how much weight I'm putting on this thing. Right. All I know is I got to grab my son, kind of cuddle him a little bit, make sure he's doing okay. Right. I look for some bumps. I look for some bruises, cuts, nothing. Now, when I roll over with him, he throws up on the bed. Right. And he continues to projectile vomit everywhere. Shit so now nasty it's nasty quick. On the bed, on the pillows, the worst part, on my shirt. And but you know what's shirt. funny? Because they so young, it's like, damn, when you get older and I'm telling you something, mm-hmm. and then the results come out exactly what I told you was going to happen if you don't listen, this is prime example. I'm slapping your face, boy. <laughs> Feel me? Like, if you older, I'm slapping your face. Like, you should already know. Like, right, right now, okay, you get a pass. But damn, mm-hmm. now, look, I got to tell you, see, I told you, now it's shit all over the place. Yep. Now you about to make yep. me, my job, way harder right now. Yep. That's crazy, bro. So what happened next? So then I'm taking off his shirt. I'm taking off his shirt. He getting vomit all over his head now. So I said, you know what? I got to take off my shirt <laughs> and I got to carry you to the bathroom. Now, the bathroom is down the hall. So I'm yeah. putting weight on this ankle. I think I'm already busted this ankle even more. Right, right. But I'm running him because he was throwing up. I threw him in the bathtub. <laughs> And I turn on the water. Was there water when you tossed him in? No, what? water wasn't even in yet, bro. So I tossed him in the bathroom, and he started throwing yeah. up in the bathtub even more. So that made Fuck. me more sick, and I uh, started throwing up. Jesus Christ! So then I turned on the water. Mind you, all he has now is just a, uh, his diaper. Mm. So I'm like, bro, I gotta, I gotta wash this kid quick. Yeah, yeah. So I take off the diaper. This nigga done doodled himself <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> all it's not even the butt crack; it's the butt cheeks, bro. <laughs> And I threw up again, bro. I threw up in the, bro. I'm like, that am I? The, that's the wildest shit when you take the diapers off and the shit is on the ass cheeks. It's like, what happened here? Bro. Like, what? I felt like I was in a you bathtub know, full of doodle and 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 vomit. I'm going to be honest. I would have threw up too, homie. That would have been the end of that. 
And I did. So I threw up. So now I'm like, all right, just all I got to do is just make it to the shampoo and the soap. <laughs> just throw this diaper out to the side. Like, the bathtub already filled with all this gunk. Yeah. I don't need to use wipes. I just need to get the shampoo and the soap. So I'm doing that right, right. while standing on my foot. Next thing you know, I hear a knock on the door. Yeah, who was that, my nigga? Man, it was Big Boy Jones, <laughs> baby. It was you, bro. And I said, bro, don't give me no bro hug. Don't give me nothing. I smell like throw up. You bro, said, bro, I, I come, can smell that. What did you say? Bro, I come in the, I come in the crib, bro, and my man's look flabbergasted. Once he start telling me what happened, I'm, <laughs> I'm just sitting there picturing it like, this nigga was like in World War Three in the house, nigga, just shit going crazy all at one time. I, I could just see this nigga like, Limping down the hallway, then the throw up all over the place. He don't know what to do, nigga. <laughs> bro, it was all bad. But what happened at the end, bro? So what nigga, happened at the end? Didn't you say you had throw up in your armpit? I had my armpit, bro. So what? I still had throw up, bro. <laughs> but hey, at least my kid was clean at the end. I cleaned up the bathtub. Hey. I threw out the yeah. The, the young, the young the buck diaper. looked like he was fresh out the shower, right. good and good Smiling, to go. Right, smiling he and was laughing. Like, Hey, pops, this is how this shit go, nigga. Or like, nigga, what happened to you? What's wrong with you? I'm over here smiling and happy. What's wrong with you? But I think in that instance, we had started talking because I was like, man, it's the, the dynamic of having a, a good wife is so critical because when they leave us with the kid, nine times out of ten, by the time they get back home, some shit done occurred. Don't even look like a home. It looks like a circus. <laughs> and that's, that's basically the lesson. Today. Every time Exactly It's like My wife gets so mad sometimes She'll come back After the day And me and Jayla was together I'm like Hey I was just letting her be her You know like, what I'm saying Like <laughs> There ain't nothing I could do Like man Just let them be them And then we'll clean up the mess later But I guess that's the lesson is Because we've had so many episodes Where we talk about Females And we'll talk about yeah. Kind of choosing the right one Or Like For the sure. stuff that get under our skin But at the end of the day we have to give them all the credit in the world because when we leave them with the kids or the kid for more right. than like three hours, everything still looks normal. Correct. You it don't leave- it seem like nothing is out of place. Man. Like I got to come in, especially my wife, because I usually get up pretty early and I'm moving. She works too, but yet she gets up, gets her ready, drops her off, goes to work, and by the time she get off, she may have to pick her up again. And make dinner afterwards. You know what I'm saying? That. Yeah. But when it comes to the dinner part, though, we kind of on a page where I'll cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's not You're an issue because you you doing a lot. So I got to kind of, you know, you cleaning the house. You doing all these things, taking care of the baby, going to work, all these things. So I got to do something. I mean, I know I work, but fuck. I'll come home and cook every now and then. Mostly, Most of the time I'll cook because I like to cook. So fuck it. I'll mm. get in there and knock it out. So when you get home, you can kind of relax because I already know baby going to be energized until we go to sleep and she still might not want to go to sleep. So it's just a task when we get home after work as well. So it's like, you know, it's great to have kids, but when it comes to the the relationship dynamic with the kid, I know men, we tend to just be like, fuck it, I'll go to work. I'm trying to take care of the fam. I'll be home and you can do the rest. That's almost like how we think, and yeah. that's the honest opinion. So we got to try our best to kind of do what we can and try to help, give a helping hand because they do a way better job than us when it comes to being able to work and still deal with the kids because 
if I had to do that every single morning, I'd probably go nuts. And I'm going to be honest. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to the women who out here doing that each and every day, dog, because without y'all, we'd probably be lost in the sauce. Yeah. (laughs) Every day we have throw up all over the place, shit all on our hands, like diapers over here. Like it's it's a wild dynamic, man, because having a girl, like having to do her hair, that's a hell of a task. Mm. And then when I show up, to the location to meet my wife there, and I had to get my daughter ready. She's like, why are you doing here? I said, I did. I just left it natural. I put a little spray in there, curled it up, and let it be. You know what I'm saying? Like, she happy. I'm happy. I'm not about to be in here. <laughs> she happy because she don't even do. know, bro. She's crazy, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> I get to the spot. She like, hell no. Where the brush is, nigga? I'm like... Hey, I did my thing. I thought I did was doing her justice. Right. I was I didn't want her crying and then so I was like, fuck it, I'm not about to be messing with her hair. It's fragile. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm is crazy with, with like girlfriends with kids or wives with yeah. kids. Like they want everything to be hundred percent with their kid. To For us, sure. this is the best we can do. Right. For females, when they go and dress out their kids, it's like, nah. I could do a hundred times better. And that's why I said, like when you said earlier, bro, was like sometimes we think as men. We go to work, we provide, and we should come home and relax. Right. But Eric Thomas is the hip-hop preacher, and I follow him. Mm. And he said one time, he said, as men, we think that we make it seven figures, we the man. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how can you be a seven-figure maker when you can't even be a seven-figure dad? Mm. So what you basically doing is working half of the job. You're not being a full-time job like a, a full-time daddy. I mean, it's true, bro. I mean, you know, some days you get home from work, be hella burnt, and it's like, damn, I know my kid energy going to be at 100 when mm-hmm. I get to the crib. And it's like now I'm starting, like, especially for me, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm going to start trying to eat better, get a little more healthy so I can be more active. You know what I'm saying? Because now she about to be turning four. And I'm like, damn, four years flew by, my nigga. Hell yeah. So before I look up, she going to be 12, 14, 16. And really when she get starting, like, especially when she starts school, it's going to be like, I know the whole dynamic going to change. It's going to be like a nigga going to be having to do the sports things, make sure a nigga staying up doing homework assignments, like being attentive. Because, like, right now I feel like we can do kind of just – I don't know how to through explain the motions, it. Through the motions. Yeah, go through the motions. But I think once they really start school and having to do homework and things, you definitely want to be more attentive to the situation so that your kid ain't just feeling like they out here moving in the sauce solo. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm starting to try to prepare myself for that because I know it's going to be a hell of a dynamic, especially being a father. I think especially them school years, nigga got to be – Got to be hella paying attention. Not coming home, just watching TV, chilling, cooling. And then you got to really, as soon as they walk in the door, it's like got to be a one-on-one all the time. Like on the trying to stay on the same page. You got to get ready to go, baby. You feel me, bro? Like I've been thinking about that lately, bro. Like So basically what you're trying to serious. say, basically what you're trying to say is the next time you go viral, you don't want to be speed walking while you catching these balls. Correct. I need but you to want to be, be running, huh? You yeah, 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 yeah. Hit that one two. I, I, I hit that. Hit that Jones. <laughs> I need a nigga to really come out of shoes. You I feel, feel me? It, <laughs> I feel it, bro. I, and I, that, that's the reality. And you're right, though. bro. Health is wealth. 
Big facts. And love is dove. I just made that up. Dove meaning the, the dove shampoo. It's all good, bro. Shout out to some of the big homies that follow the podcast. Yes, sir. They were sending in videos and shit today. Them eating right, going to the gym, and I felt that was hella motivation. I want to try to keep that up. And uh, you know, we just gonna try to we're gonna try our best to take a step each day. I know every day ain't gonna be perfect, but you know, as long as we giving it a shot and not giving up. It's going to work. And like the big dog said early, he said it's accountability. And I appreciated that because I was like, damn, I didn't even ask you to send me this. But you sent it in due to the post because you like, fuck it. If this is what he's talking about, let's get on it. And you showing me that y'all about really paying attention and y'all like thought about it like, damn, this is serious too. I, I appreciate that, my nigga, because that's going to keep me on my fucking toes. You feel me? Hell yeah. So, you know, like always... Mm-hmm. It's your boy Jones And your boy Jay Latta And it sparked that talk baby And for, like always make sure y'all Check us out on Apple Podcasts Spotify, Google Podcasts Spreaker And all other podcast apps We're pretty much all over the world mm-hmm. So Google us You know now we viral and shit So check out that too on House of Highlights Might as well click on that Check that out uh, yeah. And uh, you know just shout out to everything. You know, I think things going to happen the way they're supposed to happen. And when the cards fall where they may, it's all going to be greatness, y'all. Yes, so sir. just everybody stay focused out here. Keep your eyes and ears open, watching everything moving. And until next time, it's your boy Jones. Yeah, yeah. Suck balls.